Guess I'll put the radio on. Hey, come in. I want you to converse with me. I also know sign language. I have a complimentary sandwich. It's peanut butter. I like to call out street names. I still keep the antennae under my wing. Embrace. I do pips. You can read with your nose too. This two radio C's Turn the bloody radio down. I'm trying to watch telly. Come with us now to Seaside, where Karen and Lee, both keen proponents of the auto-mono voice, have decided to meet and discuss their differences over coffee. Hello, Lee. Thanks for meeting me. I would have been here sooner, but I had to do a promo for a big company. My voice has become very popular. I had no idea talking like a computer all the time would pay off so well. That's because it was my idea. I invented the movement to talk and dress like this. It was not you, Karen, or should I say, Doris. I looked up your school photo online. Your name is Doris. Don't be petty. I can't help it if people like me more. Get over yourself, Lee, or should I say, Winston. My name is Lee. Winston was my middle name. Not according to your brother, Jeff. Lee Jeff. What was that? Nothing. Did you just censor yourself? No. Yes, you did. Your brother Jeff was right. He told me you had a microchip inserted in your mouth. A microchip that bleeps when you swear. So what? It just proves how far I am willing to go to be the best. That's pathetic. Lee, you need to stop this. People just prefer my voice. When they want to learn to speak, or do mono, they come to my lessons, not yours. Bleep you, Karen. Automono was my saying. I came up with it. No, you didn't. Jeff did. Bleep him. I don't need to be lectured by that bleeping bleep bleep. Ow. It burns. It burns. Oh, did you burn your mouth? Jeff said. When you swear too much, the microchip heats up and burns your lip. Ow. It hurts. It hurts. Did you say it hurts? Yep. My bleeping mouth hurts. Ow. Oh no, you burnt your mouth so bad you can't speak properly, and I was going to offer you a job, a job in Milan, for the catwalk, as an MC for all their shows, they wanted to give you a five-figure salary. Yes I do this, yeah Brice. Sorry, what did you say? Yeah Brice, I do pips. What are you saying? You'll do this. Yes yes. But it starts today, and you can't speak well. Brice, I do pips. I am sorry Lee, maybe something else will come up, ha ha, or maybe not. I will have to give the job to your brother Jeff. Bleep you, I hate you. Goodbye. Bleep you Karen. Suck eggs. Ouch. In burns. Join us again next time on Season. Is that it? Oh well, put the radio back on then. Audiences around the country are raving about stories that aren't. Sue and the Sea Cow. No. Critics, too, are ignoring this tale of girl meets girl meets exotic fish. We invite you to avoid episode five, in which alliances form. We have to go. A friend of mine needs help. Stories are spread. Something very heavy and kind of fat just sort of rolled on it. And lawyers whine like babies. Oh, now I've fallen in my custom-made shoot. It's covered in squid shit. So in the Sea Cow, episode 5 is ready to go unheard by you. Ignore it. Would you like to throw my special bag again? Might make you feel better.
Celebrating Seaside. The big savings this week is at the Big Fish Market. Cod and mullet is free when you buy 10 or more portions of cuttlefish. And if you want to get an early start on breakfast, the Big Fish Market has eggs for sale. That's right, Kingaroy's famous golden browns from the Jersey Giants are being sold by the dozen. That's right. Come with us now to Seaside. This week we're a fly on the wall in this coastal hamlet's only travel agency. Ah, hello, young lady customer. Hello, come in, come in. Thank you. Let me know when you're in. Are you in? Yes, I'm in. Good, good. How can we help? I'd like to go to Europe, please. Bundaberg? No, Europe. Darwin? No, I'd like to see the Eiffel Tower in Europe. I'm afraid I've never heard of it. We've got a tour to Rockhampton coming up. Here, I've got a brochure. Here, you can have that. See the big bull on the front? No, thank you. I'd like to fly over the ocean to see Europe. Fly over the ocean? What, like a bird? Hey, Sharon, this one wants to fly over the ocean. What, like a bird? Yes, that's what I said. Look, there's a map on the wall. Look, there's Paris, Berlin, Manchester. It's all Europe. Oh, yes, that's a nice bit of art, that, isn't it? A bit abstract. I mean, look at all the blue. No, it's not art. It's a giant world map. Look, there's Australia. Oh, dear. I think Australia's a bit bigger than that, don't you? It's not drawn to scale. It's a pictorial demonstration. Don't you come in here with those big words. Now, look, this is Australia. You're standing on it. Here's a bit more over here, see? And this, this is a drawing. That's why it's a funny shape. That's the shape Australia is. It's the coastline. Speaking of the coastline, look there. Ocean glimpses. We're doing a tour over there on the weekend, if you're interested. Nice packed lunch, lavatory stop on the way. But that's only 500 metres. I want to go further than that. There are other lands beyond seaside, you know. That's where I want to go. Look, love, I like a bit of fantasy as much as anyone. I'm a big fan of Enid Blyton, actually, but you're not going on an adventure, are you? I'm sorry? Here, sit down. Have a complimentary sandwich. It's peanut butter. You can't get that on the plane without paying for it. Now tell me, what's the problem? You don't really want to book your funeral, do you? Drop out of the sky, drown in the ocean? Obviously you're running from something. Is your mother an alcoholic? Is your dad in the model train club? Is it your pimple? Yes. I thought so. I've squeezed it and squeezed it and it won't go away. I thought if I went to Europe, things would change. Well, don't you worry, darling. There's somebody out there for everyone, even men with crooked teeth. But you won't find them on the plane, and to be honest, they won't let you on. You're likely to get deep vein thrombosis of the face. Now, how about we book you on our singles bus tour to the Big Pineapple next month? Okay. Morning and afternoon tea provided, three toilet stops on the way. How about that? Okay, thank you. And you know something, sweetheart? I just remembered even the coach driver is single. Really? Yep, that's right, isn't it, Sharon? He lost his wife in Maruka. And you know what else I just remembered? He wears glasses, big, thick ones. <gasps> so why don't you run along home, put some black salve on your face and leave everything to me and I'll get you booked up. Thank you, Mr Smalls. Off you go now, no more talk of drowning. OK, Mr Smalls. Book one more for the big pineapple, Sharon. Bob's Knickknacks, 95 The Esplanade Seaside. When you're looking for just the very thing, Bob's got it. Whether it's a what's-it or a thingy, Bob's got it. Bob's Knickknacks, when you don't know what you're looking for. 95 The Esplanade Seaside or call 5095 or 0405 676 or PO Box 535-1786 Seaside 4023 or email knickknackbob at wahoo.com. Bob's Knickknacks, Knickknacks, just got Bobbier.
You're with Radio Seaside, the voice of your community, and my name is Montague Sneeze. What? What? Who the hell's Montague Sneeze? It's my name. It wasn't yesterday. Oh, we're coming up to the top of the hour, and it's time for a new segment. Montague Sneeze. Oh, my God. Shut up. And we have a new segment called Montague's Hanky. Shut up, Marvin. We're on air. Yeah, like three people. A new segment called Let's Hear It, where we invite listeners, one of three, to record a poem and send it in to be played. Well, you're not going to say anything stupid. No, this is my idea, this segment. That must be why it's so crap. Hey. This week we have Clyde from Clontarf reading his poem, simply titled, Sister. I hate you. Oh, spoken like a big boy. Shut up, Montague. Sister. Sister, on the stairs so high, a cheeky look in your eye. What do you hide, dear sister? Sister, is it my apple pie? Is it my stretch arm stretch? Is it my roller skates I left on the steps? No, she said. It's your biscuit you acquired by theft. The only biscuit that was left. My biscuit, I cry, that I stole from the tin last night? Yes, she said. I found it under your bed. Now it is mine. How shall I make you pay for this crime? Here comes mother down the hall. Who stole the last biscuit? I hear the tyrant call. Aha, I say. Time to pay. Justice will be done this fine day. You have the biscuit in your hand. Mother will see it. And I will win. But where is the biscuit? Where is the proof? My sister, she swallows it with one big woof. And as I turn to my mother, her hand is lifted above her head. Sister... On the stairs so high, he did it, she said, and my bottom became red. The end. Come with us now as we travel to Seaside for episode five of our comedy mystery folk adventure drama, Sue and the Sea Cow. In the last episode, we met the general manager of Irukandji Sea Farms, who exhibited an almost unnatural interest in squid. Aha! They're here! Tina, get fat Tony to get my squid juicer running. Come on, Walter, make yourself useful and drive me down the dock. I need to see how much squid I can stuff into those juices. In this episode, we catch up with Sue and the school bully, who have also got a keen interest in squid and have skipped school to find some. Look at the ducks, it's amazing. They can't teach this in school. Imagine trying to explain this to the school principal. You can explain this. Come on, we need to find a deckhand called Lau. He always gives me a big bucket of tentacles. He must be late, because his boat should be right here. I can't wait to get some tentacles. I want to put them on my fingers and pretend I'm a mermaid. That's a great idea. Excuse me, young miss. Did you say Lau? Yes, Lau gives me the squid tentacles for my poor old nana. I'm afraid Lau hasn't got any tentacles to give. Here, have this bucket of mine. 
Well, they're only going to tease the crows with them. Thank you for the tentacles, Mr Deckhand. But I'm looking for Lyle's boat. You know, Neptune's mum. Oh, poor girl. Neptune's mum has been sunk. Sunk? Yes, sunk. I found the boat. It was flattened. Like something very heavy and kind of fat just sort of rolled on it. When I looked for Lyle and the captain, I couldn't hear anything except for this strange sound. It sort of went, moo, moo. It sounded like a farmer's cow. But what's the farmer's cow doing in the ocean? Oh no, that sounds like my new cow friend. Oi, it's the general manager. What's this girl doing with my squids? It's for my nana. She's old and hates to eat. So I get the tentacles and cut them into thin strips. Put a bit of pepper on it and she can't get enough. Sounds delicious. Yes, it does sound delicious. And it would be a great product to make me even more money. Walter. Yes, General Manager, sir. Take these buckets and stick them in your back seat. We'll get the cooks to start working on a new line of squid chips. I think I'll call them squid chips. Is there a market for squid chips? Tune in next time to find out and hear Walter say... My custom-made suit, it's covered in squid chips. <laughs> You've been listening to Seaside, and when you're next passing through, don't forget to bring a lilo and a flashlight for Murder in the Mangroves, a new low-tide role-playing whodunit with free insect repellent for the first ten enthusiasts. And Liz, you have literally forgotten how to speak. Oh, Matt, your friend that I can't see. Ahem, Kof, excuse me. You sound like a vending machine. Thank you. Romeo, oh Romeo, what is your immediate location? Yep. My bleeping mouth hurts. Ow. The loss of a loved one can be a traumatic experience. Bleep you. I hate you. Is your mother an alcoholic? Because your dad in the model train club. Hey, hey, what are you doing? I was listening to this.